Welcome, everybody, to the Big Dog Show. I'm your host, Big Dog. How in the hell have you been? Yeah, it's been a while since we did a new show, so welcome. Glad to have you here with me on this Saturday at 7 p.m. Right here at Unrestricted Radio. Tell your friends, your family, and even the family you don't like. Unrestricted Radio app is free. You can Bluetooth us, listen to us, wherever you may be. Anywhere. Anywhere in the world. Uh, So, you know, the lunacy... You know the crazy train continues to go down the tracks. It, it shows, it shows really not so much speeding up. Um, I don't know about slowing down, but it, it, it's it's continuing. You know we're standing in the grass still. Might be a little withered from the heat. Uh, you know, but we're still waving at all the clowns in the window. You know, it doesn't get any better. You know the the new discussion is of course the gun bills and the gun violence and all the all that kind of stuff that's happened. Tragedy. It's always a, tra- always a tragedy, you know, and I mean that sincerely when life is lost due to gun violence. Um, you know, talk to people in Detroit, talk to people in Chicago, Compton. I could name several cities, Philadelphia. I could go on and on. I can go on and on. So I'm getting ready to make a point here. I heard something this morning on Dan Bongino's show uh, about this bill. And, of course, you know, the swamp Republicans that are in there voting on this dumb thing. You know, I I, I got to collect my composure because I want us to have a good time on the show. But I use the show at sometimes as a voice to just speak about my frustration. And maybe maybe you can tell me where you're at with this. Um, I welcome the debate. You know, I am a, a Second Amendment supporter. I'm a person who owns handgun. I'm a person who owns a shotgun. You know, we don't have multiples, but we do have guns in my house, okay? They're held responsibly. They're, they're you know, one is unloaded at all times. The other was is always loaded. Um, but here's what I want to say. As far back as Columbine, okay? Everybody remember that? As far back as Columbine, schools have had a responsibility. They've always had a responsibility, but there's a big responsibility. Now, I'm not going to get into all the fine details of what accidentally happened, what things were in place, what wasn't in place. I'm just telling you that when I send, when I used to send my children to school, I was relying on these people, the school board, and that's a mess in and of itself anyway, right? But I relied on these people to keep my child's safety number one. Okay, number one. Hell, back in the day in 1982 when I was graduating high school, tells you how old the big dog is, you know, we had a police officer on site in my school as far back as that because there were stabbings, there were things going on, people were bringing guns to school in in the little town of Kalamazoo. Okay, do you hear my frustration? So let's, let's come back to Columbine. The lesson learned there was how do you make your school more secure? Let me tell you what I saw in Tucson, Arizona after the Columbine incident. 
I would see schools down there that would be drug. They'd have fine signs posted that would be that would tell you that it's a drug-free zone, violence-free, gun-free, the whole schmeal. Some of the schools even had barbed wire. I'm not joking. Tucson, Arizona. Some of the schools actually had fencing and barbed wire around their school property. There were metal detectors. I know that this has been done in New York at some schools. Um, you know, it's a necessity for safety. Now, all of you crybabies out there that don't want your kids going to school feeling like they're in a prison or a jail, it's for their safety. They need to understand it's a violent world and you have crazy sons of bitches who get their hands on guns and they go and do this stuff. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but I'm telling you the school is responsible. Why do you think you pay taxes to, to your county and your school boards and, and the money that they get? Now, I just want to focus on the safety of students in school. There were safety protocols put in place when this happened, and there should have been more done. A lot more should have been done. More and more every day we're seeing this politicized, just like they did in Sandy Hook, just like they did in Columbine. You're going to have these disgusting individuals who are going to use this for an opportunity to talk about silly-ass stuff that has nothing to do with keeping anybody safe. If you believe that ridding the world of guns is going to keep people from committing mass atrocities, you know, remember the guy that ran around the subway just recently and stabbed, stabbed several people? There's other ways to kill folks. Anybody heard of Bath, Michigan? Let me bang on your noggin for this. Look up Bath, Michigan. If you think schools have not been the target of violence and mass murder, look up Bath, Michigan. That's all I'm going to say. So I want to get this off my chest in such a fashion that the schools have a responsibility, as do parents, obviously, to help in that, to make these unobtainable to crazies with guns, unattainable to anybody looking to do harm to children. Okay? You've got step-parents who come in there and cause scenes. This happens throughout the United States, happens throughout the world. But I'm focusing on the U.S. of A., okay? They should, there should be no way anybody can obtain entrance to the school unless you are screened at the door, there's security put in place at the door, and I mean people who know what they're doing, okay? Not rent-a-cop buffoons, because I worked in the rental cop you know, business for several years, and I can tell you there's some idiots out there working at security, okay? I'm talking to have an actual police officer. Pay some extra taxes in, in your city, your county, your village, so that you can have police on hand, at the door, one entrance in, one entrance out. Obviously, there should be fire entrances, regress doors, so people can get out in a fire and disaster. Okay, but you cannot obtain entry from them from outside the building. Get what I'm saying? Everybody following me here? So, there's so many unanswered questions to it. Long and behold, it's it's a huge uh, misunderstood tragedy. Uh, it, it just goes without saying that it's not the gun that kills, which is very true, if you want to put it in literal terms. It's the idiot that's toting it, okay? It's the mental moron, the mentally ill individual who is toting the weapons that do these things. We have a mental, mental, you know, uh, uh, mentally ill issue here in the United States, and we're not addressing that. Um you know, I don't know. I, my biggest thing is is that the school should have been, been safe. There should be a plan A, a plan B, a plan C. I don't know about this running to one room 
hunkering down and locking the door because let's say this idiot does gain entrance and everybody's right there in a barrel. You know, there's not any one particular answer to the problem, right? Right? Okay. So how do we how do we solve this problem? Taking guns is not the answer. You know, criminals and people in Chicago, let me use Chicago for the focal point. Do you think that those people who are killing each other day in, day out over there, give a rat's ass about gun laws? Anything that you write up in Congress, do you think taking guns are going to keep them from getting their hands on guns, illegal guns, stealing guns, making guns? You know, again, stop and think about what you're saying. I know you're upset. I, I am upset too. I have children. I got grandbabies. And I want to know they're safe in their school. And if they're not safe, then I will volunteer to stand at the front door with my gun. Um, I don't know. It just upset me this morning. And they, they run to push this bill, and this bill does nothing. Gun laws are already doing pretty much what they're supposed to do. And then coming, coming at us, the rest of us in the world, get this, telling us that, well, we should make it that you can't get a gun until you're 21 years of age. Have you heard that? Is that not a bunch of asinine bunk that you've ever heard in your life? So you're old enough to be drafted at 18, 17, 18, go fight in a war. You got to carry a gun. Go get your damn head blown off and killed for your country, but you, you, you can't own a gun. Does that make sense to you? You're, you know, you're old enough to drive a vehicle, which could be used as a weapon, or you can die in an accident. Same thing. Okay, so if you want to push 21, here, here's what I say. Here's what I say, okay? I'm 59. I've been around the block a few times. I'm just going to tell you how it is. So if you want to push that, any of you thinking that, if you think that that's going to solve the problem, then you turn the draft into where nobody can be drafted unless they're 21. Okay? No draft for the military until you're 21. You're not allowed to even sign up for the military until you're 21. Because what you're saying is, is that nobody has a right mind at the age of 18 to go out and own a handgun responsibly or anything else. Now, you won't let these people drink at 18, but you can buy a gun. So if you're going to push the 21-year-old agenda, I mean, I get it, but this is what, I'm all for it if this is what you do. You're not allowed to be drafted in the military until you're 21, period. Okay? End of story. You can't go, you can't sign up, you cannot be drafted. Period. Okay. So then you put the 21-year-older, uh, you know, gun law in effect. You know, go for it. I don't I don't have a big, big issue, but it's not. It's stupid. It's asinine. It's asinine. So then why not, why not you know, I don't know. I don't know. That, that boggles my mind, too. You know, the there's never, never going to be any easy answer other than making places that much more safe and that much more impenetrable. Impenetrable. Wow, that's a big word. Impenetrable, okay? Seriously, the schools have to be buttoned down. They have to be considered safe. I, I mean, I don't care what, if you're liberal, Republican, whatever the hell you are, if you got a problem with police officers being posted at your child's school, think about what those parents are feeling right now. And I'm not saying the police that were supposed to go in handle this any better, but had there been responsible police officers, I think, on site when this thing started, you wouldn't have had a mass shooting. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That just that just uh, listening to that whole thing this morning just burned me up. And there's no common sense being put into play, uh, let alone the indoctrination of our kids that continues, guys. You know, you even had a couple of the drag queen people uh, tell you that it's a bad idea to indoctrinate these kids into this because there's filth involved, and there's the, that's a whole other thing too. That's a whole other thing too. I don't want to bring everybody down, but I knew right away I had to say something this morning. Hopefully, I give you some food for thought. You know, um, eliminating guns is, is just a bad idea. You're just asking for a, a world of trouble. If you think that some of these nations who have eliminated that do not still suffer gun violence and still suffer a lot of things, and to their police and other things that go down, you're sadly mistaken. You, you are watching the wrong media and you're getting the wrong information. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. We're gonna leave it at that. Uh, you have your own opinions. You're welcome to your opinions. I just think it, it, it's a ridiculous idea. Um, it, you know, the reaction shouldn't have been, "Hey, more gun laws." The reaction should have been, "What can we do to make the schools more, you know, more safe for our children? What can we put in place to keep this from happening again?" You know, and the straightforward answer is, what if the guy decided to drive a bomb that he built in his car into the side of the school? Anybody think about that? What if he does get in, uh, he doesn't have a gun, he gets in, but he's got a knife hidden on him, and he runs around slashing people. You know, guys, think about this. Entry to the schools, any school, any school, period. This is the world we live in now, just like post office, the banks, all these places. We are in a world where we have to have effective security or proactive uh, measures put in place to keep people safe. You know, if anything, we've progressed, progressed into, into a world of violence. You know, look at the crazy shit that went on the last two summers. You know, look at it. You know, the same people that want a January 6th trial? Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. Same people that were allowing cities to burn and people to get murdered and shot and killed. Good people died. Yeah, go, go fly your baloney somewhere else. Jeez, oh, Pete. All right, let's get on with the music. You're here at the Big Dog Show, the one and only Big Dog Show. God bless America. Baseball, Chevrolet's an apple pie, man. You know? Let's work together instead of apart to get this stuff solved. You know what I'm saying? All right, you guys uh, enjoy the music. I'll be back for more. And, uh, you know, do your thing, man. Enjoy the enjoy the, the music, the summer weather, wherever you're listening. Thanks you for listening. And we'll be back for more right after this. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome. But with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone.
Some music lovers are listening to Unrestricted Radio. Check out Unrestricted Radio at unrestrictedradio.com and download the Unrestricted Radio app today. Unrestricted Radio. We play the bands that other radio stations should be playing. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did, when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did, when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did, when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis, or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 
And we are back. And I want to apologize for my tirade, you know, at the beginning of the show. I just, I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate. You know, we should be helping each other instead of the division, right? And all these kind of things do nothing but but promote division uh, with these stupid politicians. You know, I vote on the right-hand side of things because there's there's more in tune with how I believe I want America to be on that side of the aisle. Uh, on the other hand, you know, I'm still liberal about a lot of things, too. But, uh, yeah, I'm not giving up my guns. I'm not giving up my gun, okay? Not going to happen. Crying out loud. Okay, um, hey, you know, um, we got that special time in the show. We're doing it earlier this time for you ladies. You know what time it is. I want you to get the girls out, take them out around the room for a little bit of a breather. Make sure if you're at work, you find a supply closet or someplace private. Because, you know, other people may not appreciate the boob like I do. So here's your song, ladies. Yes, sir. And it's important this time of year, especially with this heat wave all of us are experiencing. Today, it is 97 degrees here in Kalamazoo. So I know some of you, uh, if you're listening to the show, your air-conditioned office, I'm sure. I'm sure it feels good to get in an area, get those ladies out, dance them around the room. Plus, we love the boobs, you know. All shapes, sizes, colors, we love them. 
Hey, shout out and big thank you to my brothers and sisters in law enforcement. Thank you for being out there. You know who you are. You download the show. You listen. Thanks for being out there. I really appreciate it. Keep yourself safe. Head on a swivel, man. Head on a swivel, especially with these crazy temperatures and uh, people reacting the way that they do. Uh, just keep yourself safe. Uh, my love goes out to all our brothers and sisters in, in uniform. Coast Guard all the way up to the United States Air Force, Navy, Marines, Army, uh, whatever service you're in, thank you. Public servants as well. I love my post office people. And, of course, uh, you know, we don't like uh, the power companies this time of year because they jack up prices. But I give a big thank you to the Unsung Heroes, which are the linemen uh, who are out there in all sorts of weather, to make sure that you and I have electricity, you know, so the air conditioner works and the lights are on. Um, so thank you for doing what you guys do. Not so much your bosses, you know, another another 50% increase here during summer. Crazy. All right. We get back to the music. We'll be back for more. Hey, you listening to this podcast, I've got a message for you. If you've drank the rest, now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. We are the Gun Barrel Coffee Incorporated team. We are united by the love of coffee, guns, freedom, and America. What started as a hobby has turned into a high-quality home-roasted coffee enjoyed by family, friends, and now the public. We are proud to donate a portion of our proceeds to the organizations who support those who serve, those who protect and defenders of our rights and freedom. Accept no other substitutes. You've had the rest. Now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. You can find the guys at GunBarrelCoffee.com. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. Well, I've been afraid of changing Cause I've built my life around you Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome. But with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did. And he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255.
Okay, class, our final exam will be coming up at the end of this week. The test will be comprised of 20% written, 30% oral, and 50% anal. Any questions? Professor? Yes, dear? Will there be any extra credit? I am so glad you asked.
Okay, I hope you've enjoyed the music I've supplied to you today. Sorry again that I went off in the beginning. I, it's just food for thought. You, you, you know, that's part of my show. Uh, you know, we like to talk about fun things, you know, which is beer, boobs, and hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet, right? Who doesn't love a good hot dog? Maybe you don't. Maybe you like a good burger. You know, summer foods are here, man. We just cooked up some burgers on the grill a couple days ago with the grandkids, made some corn on the cob. I tell you, here's how you do it, man. Here's a big dog recipe. Um, get yourself some some corn on the cob. Now, don't shuck, don't don't deshuck it. Leave it, leave all the leaves and everything on. Take the tip off, cut the tips off, wrap them in foil, uh, soak them in water first for about five minutes. Okay, soak them in water, cut the tips off, wrap them up in tin foil, cook them on the grill. Yep. And if you don't want tin foil, cook them raw. I cook them raw on the grill. Uh, burns up the leaves and everything, but it cooks the corn to perfection. Do about 10, 15 minutes. I'm telling you, man, the corn on the cob, it's a big dog recipe. When you pull them out, uh, you just cut off the end, pull the shuck off, uh, smother it in butter or mayonnaise with a little bit of chili sauce. Oh, yeah, a little bit of uh, paprika. Now, even, you know, even uh, some of the salts that are out there. You know, I like a little cayenne on mine with lots of butter. Uh, whatever you want to dress your corn on the cob, enjoy it. Uh, have your burgers. Maybe you, maybe you like a Miller High Life with your with your food. That's my favorite beer to have with summer food because it's I, it is it's less filling and it tastes great. I know that's <laughs> I know that's a line from their commercial, but the Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, is one of my favorite beers. And the sex, the second, wow, sex not sex, is that on my mind? Is that why I keep slipping and saying that? It could be. That's part of summer. Having sex in the lake, you know, who doesn't want a skinny dip? Yeah, I got off course. So, you know, you have yourself a good Miller High Life and some PBR, man. Paps Blue Ribbon. Yes, those are two of my favorite American uh, beers. I've tried some other stuff, but I do I do swear on those. But enjoy your summer. Get out and do some camping. Do some swimming with your kids, your grandkids. Go out and do some fishing. I did that this weekend, uh, you know, a uh, little Father's Day gift was to see my brother and his son and my son Paul came out. Uh, it was it was beautiful. Saw my granddaughter. Uh, she came out with my son and uh, Mama Cat was out there. And we did some bass fishing. Now, I didn't catch a whole hell of a lot, but we had a good time being in the lake. And I want you to do the same thing. I know that I, I got off, you know, on a big tirade at the beginning of the show, but I just want you to enjoy your summer. You know, what are you doing this summer? You go, Are you going camping? We're doing some camping. We, we camped on Memorial Day. I don't know if I told you about that trip. You know, we have a property uh, that we're allowed to use with a friend here. I want to thank Shane Feet for that. Thanks, Shane. Uh, we go out and do some shooting. We did some camping. We had some warm temperatures, but we kept cool. I built a, a shade off the back of the Ecto. Uh, we had our tent and our cots, and uh, we did some drinking and just just did us. Me and my wife just did us, you know? It's a good thing just to be a couple. Just enjoy your time together. No starting arguments. No fights about life. Just, just do your thing, you know. And we just, we just had such a great time. Uh, we have some more times planned. Hey, this this uh, Saturday, if you're out and about in Lansing, Michigan, we're at Frankenfest at the Turner Dodge House. Okay, come on out and see us. Eleven o'clock starting time. We'll be out there for Frankenfest. I'm going to be there giving a paranormal lecture. We have entertainers, Ghostbusters there, classic monsters, all sorts of stuff. That's Frankenfest in Lansing, Michigan, June 25th, this Saturday. 
this Friday night, if you're in Sturgis, Michigan, not Sturgis, Dakota, uh, Sturgis, Michigan, uh, we are doing a night parade. Come on out and see the Ghostbusters. I'll be in the parade with my Ecto. We'll have our lights on and uh, come on out and enjoy the party, right? Some things to do in July. Have a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of things coming up. Uh, July 4th, uh, I'm looking to possibly being in the parade in Lansing, Michigan uh, with some of my fellow Ghostbusters and Jerry Dulowski. So I look forward to it. So, hey, I want to thank you again for joining me here. Again, go out and enjoy your summer. Have a good time. You can listen to me. Like I said, you know, we put on an hour to two hours of some music. I might get into some crazy political talk. You know how I am. I really do just want all of us to work together to try to make it a safer, better place. Uh, I have my opinions. My opinions are probably uh, don't mean shit in the hill of beans. But, uh, you know, I'm passionate about some of this stuff. And I just wish people would stop politicizing uh, things when we should really be looking at a solution rather than, uh, you know, overreacting, I guess is where I want to leave this. So I love you. God bless you. God loves you. You know I do. Um, and uh, I'm going to leave you with this. If you cannot be kinder and smarter when you're dealing with your other human beings out here, which I try to every day, uh, please be quiet.